We've got Mark Cash, Senior Equity Analyst at Morningstar, and Melissa Armo, the founder and owner of the Stock Swoosh, joining us. Mark, I'm going to go to you first. You've got a lot of names on your list that you sent us, but the first one I wanted to kind of hit on was HPQ, Hewlett Packard, and in that Dell realm, we had the Buffett uh, investment into this company. Does it change the, the bottom line or the metrics for this company? Because I've seen a couple downgrades this week. Uh, what does this uh, say for you for, uh, for Hewlett Packard? Um, yeah, so, you know, our, our thesis moving into this is that um, the it, there's been some exuberance in PC. Um, and so they've had, you know, record demand for HP and Dell for notebooks with remote working or remote schooling. But at some point, you know, the part has got to end. Um, and so we've been kind of cautious about this, that this, the demand demand will normalize um, and we think it's coming pretty soon. Um, and so, you know, the pricing environment will start to get more challenging versus really no discounting that's had to happen in the last couple quarters. Um, and so, you know, what's interesting about a HPQ and you saw it, you know, Berkshire taking like 11% uh, stake in the company. And so, you know, building that up. And so obviously, you know, investors like to see that I mean, you know, a track record, like, like Warren Buffett uh, taking a big stake like that. But, you know, so, we're still just a little more cautious though. HP and uh, PC and printing demand kind of, we think that there's going to be headwinds in, in the longer term besides this, you know, great time right now. And, you know, we think the company's doing the right moves, you know, returning um, capital shareholders, uh, but we're just a little more ner nervous long-term. Yeah, and I think uh, softening demand in some of the lower end PC is what it is highlighted on the street. But Melissa, when you look at these names, whether it's HPQ or Dell, we, I always think about them as legacy hardware makers. Uh, does this investment change anything for you uh, as far as these two stocks go? Well, HPQ had a nice gap up. It was around 35 and then gapped up over 40. Uh, just this week. So that was a nice move for the stock. It's the strongest. Uh, if you compare HPQ to Dell, Dell is a lot weaker. But again, you've got to look at the overall market and how these stocks are faring with the overall market. The overall market is not at the highs. So you can't expect these stocks to be at the highs either. And again, we're still in problems with getting parts and things like chips. There's still supply chain issues going about. It's not like people are going to stop buying computers. It's just that these stocks are struggling right now, but so is the overall market. Definitely the overall market, especially the tech space. But Mark, another name that you've got on your uh, watch list here is Cisco. Uh, the stock's been in a tight range over the last couple months. Uh, are they doing anything to improve their bottom line? Because it seems like, uh, you know, the revenue generation that this legacy uh, player makes doesn't seem to affect the stock. Are the, is the outlook for this company moving forward a positive one? Yeah, so if you look at the strategy of Cisco, it's all about software and services and recurring revenue and, and growing that, becoming a, a more you know durable company for investors and less you know more insulated from IT spending shocks and, and lulls. So Cisco has definitely made strides in that direction. Um, you know, the, the majority of sales coming from software and services now, and and that this software is uh, mostly subscription based, um, and so that's great to see recurring revenue, and so. This is also helping, you know, the margin standpoint. And we think Cisco is a very solid operator. Um, it knows kind of, it's not a, you know, a high growth company, uh, but, it, you know, it does find pockets of growth here and there. And it's, 
and we do like that you know it's fine it's finding success with the hyperscale cloud guys so amazon amazon's in the world they're building out their next big data center cisco's actually into this wave of spending where it missed the last one so um, it's got some good things, you know, it's, it's a key component of hybrid work. Um, and so as you, you know, push more bandwidth through these pipes, as people are more distributed, you're gonna have to update your infrastructure, uh, to all these offices. So there's some, definitely some good things going for Cisco. Uh, but you know, on the flip side, Cisco competes against people who are best of breed. Um, and they're always under attack. So it's kind of this give and take with, with Cisco. You know, we obviously think it's a, it's a great shareholder name because it's very friendly to shareholders, um, returning 50% of the cash flow, you know, through its dividend and its buyback program. So it's a name that, you know, it's kind of trading around our fair value of 56 right now. So it's a name we'd kind of look look for if there's a, a pullback. We think it's, a, you know, a great solid operator. Yeah, uh, Ben, uh, consolidating at these levels, that 2.8% dividend yield that you mentioned is definitely a positive in, uh, in a, a falling tech environment right now that we're seeing. But Melissa, when you look at a name like Cisco, does it excite you at all, or do you see just more consolidation for this name? Again, that's nowhere near the highs either. That could consolidate or have a big move, which could be down or up in the earnings. Remember, next week, one week from today, or actually Wednesday next week, earnings season begins. So it's really gonna depend on how these stocks fare in the earnings. If you're gonna invest though, if you really wanna buy something that's gonna move big, I, even though Cisco isn't going anywhere as far as the company goes, I mean, Microsoft is a lot better investment in something like that in that sector as far as I'm concerned. It's a lot stronger of a stock. It's been at the highs, it has much, much bigger moves in a stock at Cisco, even though it's pricier, it's more expensive. If you're really, really looking to get in something in that sector, then I'd look for something like Microsoft or even NVIDIA. NVIDIA is another really strong stock, even though that's falling today, too. you got to watch the stronger things, even though they're more expensive, if you want to get in something for a big, big move. And I'm talking about if you're a short-term trader, if you're a swing trader, if you're in options, and you want to get big moves and stuff quick in a week or two, those are the things that I would be watching. All right, Microsoft back under 300, NVIDIA down 12% so far this week, maybe some opportunities there. But Mark, you've got some other names here, some secondary names, F5 Networks, AMAT, ANET. Which ones do you like out of that group? Yeah, good question. So, you know, so looking at Arista, I think, you know, they're obviously a huge beneficiary of big data center spending. So meta and microsoft rolling out data center initiatives so they're one of the key suppliers there so they're riding that tailwind um you know just like other companies we mentioned earlier it's just record demand the, the question is how soon can they ship and and deliver um so we like that but we think there's been some maybe too much exuberance um with arista um and then um for f5 you know we think it's a company that's can be misunderstood at times you know it definitely has pivoted to, to software um, and it's doing a great job with that pivot. Um, so we expect growth to actually accelerate as they grow that recurring revenue base. And they've actually, um, they're pretty leveraged to um, security now. So we like that aspect, you know, security of applications is not going anywhere. F5 is front and center up there. So you kind of peel back the onion of what F5 is doing and move from this hardware company to more of a, yes, a software and security company. We think there's some good things to, to see here. All right, and Melissa, finally, uh, is there any other stocks on your radar moving into the uh, kickoff to earnings season uh, next week? Well, the big, the big ones to watch are the financials because you're not gonna have the market go back up and over the highs without the financials and they have really been falling. 
Goldman Sachs charts, it's been selling off. JPM has been selling off. The banks are selling off. I'm watching the financials, which are at the beginning of earnings season to report. And if they do not report well or they react negative on a good report, remember we're in an environment with rising interest rates, then that's not going to fare well for the market going into the spring. Yeah, banks doing well today with those rates rising. All right, great stuff as always uh, from our panel. That's Mark Cash, Senior Equity Analyst at Morningstar, and Melissa Armo, founder and owner of The Stock Swoosh.